are everybody uh all of our listeners are you know uh enormous gamers and have definitely played the new multiverses game right I mean, a lot of people are. I like know that it's incredibly popular. I'm very lame and I don't play video games. I'm too busy, you know, spending time on fantasy football and then losing instead of like enjoying myself. So (laughs) if you have the Xbox Games Pass, then you have played Multiverses because who the fuck is going to pay 60 bucks for every single brand new game that comes out? But hey, uh, don't worry. All that money that you spend on on uh, Games Pass is worth it because Velma no, will no longer call the police on opponents in multiverses. It's very weird that Velma would allow you to get swatted in real life just because <laughs> that person lost. Yeah, she doesn't call the police on the character in Game No. She calls the police on you. <laughs> yeah, that it was like a very small, almost unnoticed storyline in the whole Keffel's uh, situation that was developing, but it was a multiverses game gone horribly, horribly wrong, I think, is what was developing. Um, what what would inspire programmers to think that it would be a like a cool super would be to have someone calling the cops? Like why would that be someone's special move in general? Are we sure that the studio didn't hire that guy that wrote the manifest uh, before leaving Google about how uh, uh, women and minorities are being preferred over white men in the workplace? Oh, but see, then it, it would be one of the things where Velma couldn't call the police on LeBron because he's black. You know, the wokeism. It would be like, wow, <laughs> deflected. It actually fries your computer if you try that. <laughs> You're not allowed. It's the red ring of death, but it just says racist. In oh. it. it doesn't allow you. Racist. 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 Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. I'm Zach, he, they. I'm Kelton, he, him. Oh, hey, I'm, and I'm Chris Murphy, he, uh, he, him. There we go. Hey there, Chris. Said with complete confidence. I look forward <laughs> to you and your journey of gender exploration later. <laughs> really pausing and wondering, like, who am I? What will I be? Really what is the nature it, of yeah. man? <laughs> <laughs> And, and who wouldn't ponder these large questions on National Cream-Filled Donut Day? That's right. I'm back in action. I'm in the zone today, everyone. I remember it because it's probably the horniest donut type, right? Is, is there a less horny donut? We've been having some crazy national holidays. And, you know, I, for one, am just happy to to clear my mind and think of nothing but but thick cream. <laughs> just glazed over you is that what you want that, that's just, what i know. want i want i want to be filled with cream i think <laughs> from the donuts from from actual bavarians I from think bavarians the, okay the dream. <laughs> Disgusting. the dream the goal <laughs> I, I actually I bit into a Boston cream pie and it just started saying slurs after I. Oh my god! Against people from Boston, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit into a Boston cream pie and suddenly you were a single mom with two kids. Aww. <laughs> 
speaking of Boston and I guess of strong Irish cities mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are taking place, mm-hmm. um, man, what a time for us to have released an episode last week, huh? <laughs> As we were talking about, like, oh, nothing really happened in the news. The immediate next day, the Queen of England died. Congratulations. Breaking news. You heard it here first. Seven, eight days after the fact. Congratulations <laughs> but, to all the, the free territories of the former uh, British Empire. <laughs> to those who celebrate a happy dead Queen of England Day to you, uh, to yous and yours. Uh, I do love seeing all the different corporations and sports uh, leagues that are just giving their own commentaries, talking about like, oh, a moment of silence, like what a great woman, blah, blah, blah. Because that has trickled down into the fan pages it, and us getting artwork like Kobe Bryant doing one-on-one basketball with the Queen of England. And just absolutely shattering her ankles because you know <laughs> Kobe stands are still gonna stand Kobe like regardless. It's it's uh, pretty interesting to like to like see the Queen of England's value like come down as we reach like RGB levels of like oh the Queen wow what a great woman man that that one guy who got hashtag feminist as like a a clavicle tattoo and then also got like rgb on one bicep and the queen of england on the other just having a real rough day right now (laughs) gonna he got the feminism uh uh, tattoo to cover up the no regrets tattoo that he had there that's true no regrets and then feminism right underneath it and so then it really looks like a confusing message (laughs) all the way through disgusting uh Uh, to everybody celebrating the queen's death uh thank you keep it up for your service uh surely there are gofundmes to see the like what the longest party we can have for (laughs) the dead queen of england is 128 hour twitch live stream dead queen time let's go let's go um it is it is going to be i think pretty fun it's also weird to think of like how fast someone of that quote-unquote importance can die and then immediately become commodified and then move on because it wasn't even like eight hours later that you had the mcdonald's kiosks just going like oh yes god bless the queen anyways do you want a big mac and a large fry with your order <laughs> like it, it just it just the eternal wheel uh just keeps on moving and so like that's gonna be someone's like main legacy is is it bizarre that this member of royalty appeared on this fast food chain queen conda that's that's the one i want is uh okay is my commemorative my my commemorative condoms for the death of elizabeth ii (laughs) (laughs) see i was thinking it would be like those uh mcdonald's kids plates that they would give like when a disney movie would come out it would just be like r.i.p the the queen the mcdonald's plates that like had like lead in the paint on them listen it just increased the flavor okay (laughs) it turns you into like an inbred moron like like everyone in the royal family oh let's go (laughs) that's true Uh, it was it was so that you could be matching yes and and uh just real quick before i forget as well uh the the voice that you're hearing as we uh mentioned and was introduced to y'all before is in fact our good buddy chris murphy uh chris uh you you work at collider you are like a pop culture connoisseur and you have brave takes online like Anna de Armas is hot uh, how, how how do you exist in this world uh, let me tell you that was a tough one I really wrestled <laughs> with 
whether or not I should <laughs> announce that. And, and in the end, I really, I looked at a few pictures and I, I really came to terms with, yeah, <laughs> I would. I, th- I think I would. Ah, got it. Well, again, it, the, like the the windfall that you have created of the movement of people just opening up and feeling the courage to also admit that Anna Armas is in fact tr- attractive. Just you know, I think that it, it's something that we can all really get behind here. Yeah, for those who might feel afraid themselves, because I think a lot of people might be growing up in some smaller sheltered environments, and they think like, can I really be my true? Can I open up? Maybe I can find space online where other people will have the courage to talk about how Anna Darmus is hot. Yeah, it's it's comforting, I think, in a lot of different ways. Zach, you just watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and uh, you fell in love with her yourself, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. I would, I would be, I would be sated in the in the fantasy world that that universe proposes to me. <laughs> It's just nice because uh, while y'all were watching, you know, actually good films, I was watching like Morbius and Moonfall and the Elvis movie and <laughs> Thor four, and le- le- let me tell you, oh boy, okay. Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder, you mean? Thor four, Thor, Thor okay. Love and Thor Thunder. Four. It's That's it's fair. A, it's the fourth one. I'm not gonna like what what, what am I That's supposed fair. to? I still haven't. My friends even watched Morbius like in the Discord during movie night, and I just didn't watch it. That I mean, again, a braver, braver human being than I could possibly be. Did you laugh at the goats? I heard that like there was like goat, goat bleeding, but fifty times in the movie. Yeah, I guess if you weren't around on the internet like eight years ago, and you were like, "Ha ha, yes, indeed," it, it was one of those things of where I'm like, "This isn't that funny," and then, oh, I guess it is kind of funny. And then, like, they did it one more time. It's like a toddler realizing that they just said something funny of where you're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You have, like, a sense of humor. I'm almost proud of you for that. And then it's like, oh, you're just doing this because you have nothing else going on. Huh. Okay. Got it. Got it. I'm very excited that we can have Chris on for uh, this week's program because we have a lot of just wild movie news that I just want (laughs) to want to talk to you about Uh, and hold and hold you as a member of the Hollywood corporate media machine accountable, sir. (laughs) I really hope Collider has no idea I'm doing this. (laughs) <laughs> they, for free for yeah, free for, for, you know? yeah 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 like what, what did you say about anna darmus uh no, I, don't, I don't think top that's... 10 films where you can realize that anna darmus is hot <laughs> <laughs> the first movie that i really wanted to talk about uh came from d23 and it's uh trailer drop for the latest little mermaid film and it's uh the the trailer included watching the new Little Mermaid singing a song. And it seems like just like another generic, sterile Disney remake. But uh, this is lighting the world on fire. And golly gosh, I can't imagine why. Uh, Do y'all have any clues? Can you unravel this massive mystery, this glass onion, a knives out mystery coming soon in December 2022? Really, there's only like two options for why it's like going to be super you know, a super controversial update to a classic film. The first one is that maybe they're doing it in space. Okay. Okay. Second that's option w- is that the little mermaid's love interest is now a female. 
Oh, right. Prince Erica. Yes, I think is how. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> go with it. Those are the only Again, two options. Firing from the hip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in full blown dad mode. I was like, I got these character names done, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, just to give some people some uh, frames of reference here about like when when trailers first come out, Beauty and the Beast had like three hundred thousand people liking the trailer, and then one thousand people disliking. Lion King had seven hundred seventy four thousand liking it and forty five thousand disliking it. Uh, when the Little Mermaid teaser trailer came out, two hundred forty two thousand people did like it but one million people disliked it and uh i i can't help but think that it's probably because of racism at least partly partly as part of it interesting uh, i know it, it's it's a bold stance i mean i don't against like some of the is there like one of the side characters that does like you know some of the classic songs that we all remember from Little Mermaid. Oh yes, yes, it's definitely you know that that's what they're taking offense at. They're uh, uh, mad at the racism and portrayal of Jamaican crab characters, <laughs> <laughs> especially since you know it's uh, one of the Queen's territories uh, that, that's doing this. <laughs> it's just the British Isles. All of these downloads like are this. only from the British Isles. How could you release this film at a time like this? <laughs> we are in mourning right now. Oh. No, it's it's just people mad at the the Little Mermaid for actually being black, which is the stupidest reason to be mad at a film for. Because like you could be mad at it for having bullshit special effects and having it just kind of look overly generic and completely washed out of color. Because I mean, like in the screenshot that that is available for us to look at for reference i challenge people to ask like is this from a 200 million dollar disney movie or is this from the broadway musical version of the little mermaid because it looks almost indistinguishable from each other i'm sure they use like night like the colors pop on the broadway one i i don't <laughs> there's not the dark grease film smear they're yeah. like oh it means they're underwater right now yeah <laughs> I mean, I like the Aquaman movie in a lot of ways, but I do think it would be very funny if in this Little Mermaid live action, all of the audio was them just singing as if they would sound like they were underwater, just with the gurgling and the bubbledness. Uh, again, just really commit to that, I think, is what could be needed. Uh, have you guys ever seen one of those like uh, backwater, like it's like 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 actual real woman in like the mermaid costumes and they have the hoses that like like they go underwater and dance, but they have the hoses to oh, breathe yeah, through. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I hope it's like. Like like every twenty seconds, like Ariel's gonna be. Oh, oh, oh god! Oh, almost didn't make it. <laughs> I mean, it's better than my interpretation, which would be like this mermaid exists the way it does, but it's a mammal, and so it has a massive blowhole on the back, so occasionally just has to come up for water and just spout. It's called a blowhole kelton they have a pile of cocaine at the bottom of the ocean okay <laughs> Come on. oh okay well fine i was going very very like david cronenberg-esque <laughs> with the body horror element but i suppose that's fine oh uh, yeah you see her cloaca yeah her- yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the opening shot it's all it's it's all one shot where we where we you know eventually the camera emerges from the cloaca as we watch ariel be birthed <laughs> King Trident just crop dusting a thousand <laughs> eggs. <laughs> it's a numbers game. Um, 
But it, it is weird to see because there's another Disney movie that's going to be coming out later this year where the underwater looks very vibrant and colorful. And that's, of course, Avatar 2. Again, let's not forget that's a, a Disney movie because Disney owns everything. Um, but you would think that they would at least try and have a similar level of vibrancy it's, for you this. Know, you'd think that if they were remaking something classic like The Little Mermaid, that it would be done with our age group in mind but it's definitely not because they're definitely not spending enough money to make it look good underwater. But do kids like muted colors? Like, I, I don't know. It, do kids like musicals? Like, I, I don't know yeah. if, it, I don't know if a child is like looking at this and going, Oh my gosh. Wow. Look at that vignette and look at like how they're obscuring like the background so that we can focus on the shot of Halle Berry. Like, <laughs> It's the most miserable child with the longest, thinnest cigarette you could possibly <laughs> imagine. <laughs> he found his grandmother's cigarette holder and doesn't even have a cigarette in it. He just, just fucking just holds the cigarette holder. <laughs> I like how it makes me feel. Biden took everything from me. I'm the little mermaid. <laughs> First, wait till I'm 21 to buy it, to buy uh, tobacco legally. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to see this in theaters, but, you know, shocker. I'm definitely going to see Avatar in theaters, though. I mean, yeah, but I'm... (laughs) If I could see Avatar on an epic dose of mushrooms in theaters, I would. But, alas, I am far too old. (laughs) Uh, no, no, you're you're never too old to like have a soul shearing moment <laughs> as you watch like Jake Worthington's Jake Sully have a heart to heart like with his daughter. Uh, that you're like, oh, she's also blue. Oh, they're one people. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, it's so uh, the, nice. The ushers are like trying to pull you back into the seat. You're just trying to <laughs> just swinging punches at. <laughs> I want to be with him. I want to swim. God, please. Take me to Pandora. Uh, uh, getting lost trying to get into the theater, but still somehow making it to the showing because there's oh an God. hour of because there's an hour of commercials beforehand. So it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there. Zach leaves the theater and is backstroke swimming through the parking lot, just sliding and crawling around. Physics don't make think- sense, just like the weird, like, savior complex of this film didn't make sense. But I am, make- we're going to make it through it. I think it's very funny if you if you do take the shrooms, you, you, you somehow don't ever make it to the theater. But as you get back, you're like, guys, Avatar Way of Water was great. They're like, what is he? <laughs> His ticket's right here. What is he talking about? The 45-minute sequence at the Waffle House was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Just- <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> you don't understand. I lived it. Look, I have pictures. What are you doing in Galveston Bay with a mermaid? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Disney got it right. They're completely accurate. The waters are muted. The colors. My God. Oh. Yeah, I I, uh, I also just like the idea of just getting trapped in the aquarium and thinking that you're stuck inside <laughs> the world. <laughs> it's, it's pictures of, in my phone of me in the aquarium downtown. 
it's all fun and games until like you're holding your breath terrified because <laughs> you feel like you are not going to be able to escape um Yes, so that, that's our summation of a review for Avatar. Uh, too many references to Galveston Bay in Texas. Um, but congratulations. We rank it four out of five Waffle Houses. <laughs> because that's how many will still be open. Uh, oh, if only, if only one in every five Waffle Houses shut down, then it was not a big enough film release. <laughs> the disaster scale that they use, yeah. Disney also unveiled that for Captain America 4, or as Zach would probably prefer me call it, Captain America New World Order. Uh, yeah, we use, we use uh, uh, the real names of the movies, not the... I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> they're, they're all released out of order is the problem, okay? So let, let me pull my whiteboard, actually. <laughs> the full MCU timeline, as explained <laughs> by Zach, high on mushrooms, having seen only about half of the films. <laughs> Trying to tie it all together. Um, but yeah, so Captain America 4 has cast an Israeli superhero named Sabra, Um this uh, kind of made waves, not because it's a, a Jewish female superhero, although much like with Ariel, like the wrong kinds of toxic fans are very mad about that. But um, Sabra was a, uh, or is rather, a Mossad agent who actively engaged in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, who in her first major comic book appearance uh admitted to not seeing dead Arab children as human beings until the Hulk had like a one-on-one talk with her. So, um, just kind of feels like a quasi fascistic, uh, imperialist kind of superhero, uh, AKA like right in line with a new Captain America movie. The fact that this hero's name is Sabra tells me that, um, Sabra, the company a hundred percent paid for this entire film. <laughs> Is that is that what your your game plan is? What, what do you think Sabra's next step is going to do? Uh, well, like, they do hummus and guacamole. Now they're on to MCU. Films. No, <laughs> no, I refuse. It's just there's a hard cut to them all just like sharing hummus. But you're gonna have to tell me your family's recipe. Wow, cool. They turn to the camera. Well, we go and we only tr- you know we trust Sabra to feed our family nothing but the best. Locally sourced ingredients from our olive trees because they've always been ours and only ours. It says so in the Bible. You know, the the thing that we still follow on in the MCU where Thanos is real, aliens are real, there's a giant Eternals arm sticking out of the earth that no one talks about. But yeah, sure. Fucking go for it. Israel and Palestine still is a thing. It's going to go from like conflict in the Middle East to like people just literally packing lunches so that there's product placement. (laughs) I I really am not looking forward to the overseas commercials because you're absolutely right. They are going to have a whole bunch of tie-ins with things. So cool. Can't um, wait for the Hulk to, he's going to do his little bit with the tacos, but with like, some celery and hummus. It's going to be great. No, it's going to be Sam Wilson uh, selling dessert chocolate hummus because, you know, oh. um, <laughs> subtlety, subtlety, you see. Chocolate. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I just. Listen, people can people can get mad at me for that, but I think we all know that it's true. Like, they're, they're not going to uh, have Bucky Barnes try and sell the chocolate hummus. 
I want to be a fly on the wall when the Hulk explains the Palestinian stuff. Because <laughs> he's a smart Hulk now, right? So he's the one that has to explain oh. everything because Tony can't? Oh, I was well, hoping it was yeah. big dumb. He's like, oh, the uh, new Holocaust. Uh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So Bruce, so Bruce is smart, but Hulk is a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Hulk just asking questions. <laughs> oh, Hulk no. wondering. <laughs> God no. Hulk look into Bilderberg's and Rothschild relationship <laughs> and wondering why so many call out on 9-11. Why? <laughs> and then he goes back to Bruce. He's like, oh, man, I'm, it, it, it's like a bad, it's like getting drunk. He's like, I'm so sorry. I just, <laughs> it's the gamma radiation. <laughs> Hulk posting on eight coon trying to rally people together. Hulk's uh, Hulk's favorite platform is still Tumblr, though. Oh, is that is that the Hulk's favorite thing? He just likes scrolling the aesthetic photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all the all the Punisher skulls and the and the boomer quotes <laughs> on Tumblr. Is that is that what Tumblr is now? I don't know, but I'm the certain. Yahoo but I'm it? certain there's something like that on Tumblr. I would hate that little Etsy-fied Punisher skulls, <laughs> like live, laugh, love Punisher skulls, especially since the Punisher is a real person in the MCU, so <laughs> it's it, like he's looking at actual Punisher fan cams basically taking off. <laughs> Having having like 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 all these all these weird superheroes come out of the come out of the woodwork like we need really what makes them weird Zach go sorry. on a hundred words or less sorry having having all of these um, questionable superheroes uh, you know uh, coming out of the woodwork it feels like we need more like Spider Man side characters where they're like the 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 side characters are just like super fans of of all this stuff and and like. Like like the storylines where they where they like deduce that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Oh uh, yeah, is that is that the the idea? Be like, oh hey, so um, it, it literally can only be him. He he's the only person around. Uh, but if we say anything to him, uh, he will pull funding from all of our institutions, and we have become <laughs> reliant on his donations. So. And we here at Sabra really need the Bruce Wayne money. <laughs> <laughs> So we are going to strategically release several mentally ill patients and dress them up in fanciful costumes so our billionaire benefactor can just beast the shit out of them and call himself a caped crusader. Uh, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I, honestly, that I guess is the most accurate part about Batman, right? Like, if a billionaire watched his parents die in front of him, he would be a little fucked up just gremlin monster person. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, reframing all of all of uh, Bruce Wayne through like a WWE like uh, uh, lens, and then it gets played back to the rest of the world to let everyone know that you can't mess with you can't mess with uh, you can't mess with Gotham. <laughs> Gotham strong. It's Gotham people strong. <laughs> I mean, like you know, there's a lot of thin blue line stuff in Gotham City that's taking place. Like with all the supervillains running around. Oh my god, Commissioner Gordon is probably just a monster, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> He's a monster when it comes to selling merch. Over three billion dollars that they have 
that they have managed to make off of... What's that? Letterman jackets? You'd best believe it. Gotham City's biggest industry is not the supervillains it produces, but the t-shirts that they send out. I'm I'm terrified at the idea of yeah Gotham just becoming like a, an adventure destination, like uh you know like how certain parts of Africa are like for dentists to go out and, <laughs> and hunt uh, wild animals. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're doing. Like if you're slightly upper middle class, you can cosplay as a superhero for a weekend and just go hunt people down, most dangerous game style. Oh yeah. my god. Like, oh no, Bane's army is attacking the city. Come on, only you can stop him. Molar Man? <laughs> like, yes, that's me. <laughs> I'm Molar Man. Dentist by day, drill sergeant by night. I, I don't drill know. I can sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know what exactly, but it's really uh, it's really resonating with me right now. <laughs> with all this extra space in my mouth. Oh, oh, that's true. I forget. Uh, do you want to do you want to let our listeners know? Oh yeah, I'm on. I'm on massive pain pills right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, nice codeine pills. I was expecting. Oh no, 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 no! You you have to seem cool in front of our younger audience, Zach. Sorry, I'm You're just on lean. pain pills. I'm sipping lean. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, just for fun too. Uh, yeah, you also had, you also had a birthday, so you know it's been a you're getting a, older. Your teeth are falling out. Two months, like had COVID, <laughs> had my birthday, had to get my wisdom teeth out. I also uh, like after switching to a new gym, like I apparently just have ringworm on my body for no fucking reason. <laughs> you're battling 18th century th- diseases. I, look, look, you're gonna look, come out and be like, so legionnaires is uh, a real problem <laughs> these days. Look, look, New York I City died of cholera. Please, <laughs> uh, New York City. The Brooklyn podcasts are fighting polio. I'll take ringworm. Okay, I'll take ringworm. <laughs> At this time, we'd like to thank all of our patrons for their continued support of the show. Y'all helped turn the psychic dolphin garage into a psychic dolphin home. Specifically, we wanted to thank Scott, Tim, Fratter LVD, Jorge, Rufus, not a mole rat, Eli, Malwin, Dr. Sophia, Olive Lotion Wizard, Alex, Lizzie, Broops, ASMRxist, Dylan, Kira, Cody, Comrade Kometka, Nicole, Pizza Poss, Ian, Knightley, Drew, CJ, Jacob, Philip, and the Humidifier. Now, if you want to give us a couple bucks a month and listen to an extra bonus episode every week, head on over to patreon.com slash psychic dolphin garage. Thanks. Big story. Big story that we got this week. Uh, it's not Texas. It's not Texas it's news. Not. I'm so I, I sorry. Feel like it's I'm a, so sorry. This is like a fine week off, right? Like the queen died. We deserve to sit back and like not yeah, have we can celebrate. a hell world episode. No, again, we we can just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, we can talk about how there are still juvenile prisons in Texas that are imprisoning their children up to 22 hours a day, treating them worse than shelter dogs. But no one wants to know about that while the queen is dead. Talk about that until we're blue in the face, because we have been talking about that since since the Uh, Trump (laughs) presidency. Did that? Since a lot of those like incarcerated children, you know, weren't legal adults, is <laughs> the way it Strange. goes. But hmm. listen, listen, we are here to talk about even more pressing issues than that, and that is 
corporations, specifically film companies, changing things over in post after they release a film uh companies like disney like hbo like netflix will go in and adjust the movie to try and fix the cgi fix the errors and treat it more like a living document and i don't know if this is like my conservative upbringing or not but like i believe in things being static once they are released like that is the version that you put out if you want a new version call it the director's cut call it the extended cut call it something else but don't you know fix the cgi from your weird floating head scene thor and then expect everyone to just be like yes that was the real version it has always been that version with the creepy floating head it was always the real version it's it's scope creep this is like the worst scope creep i've ever seen in my life like 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 this is this is like like we're just giving movie executives like blank slates to keep adding things that they want to the movie even after it's done even after it's like you sit down you plan it out you're like this is the release date everything has to be done by this date and then afterwards they're like they start changing their mind and and like being like oh we want this 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 and this and you can just keep doing it for forever because you know what you already have all those all those producers you already have all these production studios like tied into contracts to only you because there's only like three filmmakers in the entire united states these days <laughs> i mean that that's what they did with stranger things remember when the latest uh i think it's season four part two came out um it, maybe it's part five i'm not sure regardless uh like when when that part came out they were like all right don't rush to the end everyone we're still working on the effect shots uh in certain scenes for the final episode <laughs> it's just like what the fuck guys what is happening and then they fixed it and this has made me realize that like now the best way to watch movies is like with video games like you get it like six months after the fact once they've fixed all of the bugs and they've gotten like the first dlc and it's half price but twice the game you always wait for you know? the dlc to come out and then you wait for the dlc bundle where the first dlc is already with the game <laughs> see i i think then it'd be fun is if what happens we just get hundreds of versions of the same movie, like 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 skins in a video game. You're like, all right, yeah, well, hey, honey, tonight, why don't we watch the bikini version of Avatar Way of Water? <laughs> they rendered it, and the whole time they don't have like the Navi clothing. It's just like like bikinis. <laughs> I do like the idea of watching like kids mode Avatar, adult mode Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> NC seventeen for the hardcore fans. <laughs> It's extreme hair tangling is oh, what no. you get. <laughs> I, I just also am just kind of wondering about how with things being so liquid, like what, how do we actually credit performers and how do we credit editors and things? Because they can just fix the parts that audiences don't like in post. If people are saying like, oh man, that's an awful line read in a particular scene. Well, yeah, they can re-edit it and get it fixed if if that's what they really wanted. It's like, that's the dream. And I mean, is it the dream? Like, it feels like that's kind of like taking out what makes it actual art and just turns it into like product. Yeah. They're, I mean, that's the uh, dream for studios, I should say rather. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is Sorry. that you get to, <laughs> you get to like, you get to attenuate your film to even specific audiences. Like, you know that there's different versions of this film for different audiences already. Like the big thing that 
social media does is that it has different different things for different audiences. Like you don't get Spanish uh, language TikToks on your for you page. Speak for yourself, racist. No, I gotta search them out, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, like <laughs> like your Facebook posts are mostly in English because that's that that's what they that's what they're gonna provide to you. Like like there's a hundred percent like they're they're we're gonna get to the point where all of our all of our uh, all of our consumption is so micro segmented that we're not even going to actually watch the same. Thor, you're gonna get Thor four, and I'm gonna get Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, yours will say oh Thor four. Oh my god! Oh, oh! <laughs> They're gonna know me. They're gonna be like, "This guy fucking hates it." <laughs> when we try and pretend that it's not part of a larger franchise, this piece of shit. You know what? But he'll consume it. I will. I will. Like the little greedy slut pig I am. <laughs> Because I'll go, yes, I am mildly hungover on a Sunday. And yes, this does seem like a blissful two hours of silence. And then the screaming goats happen. Mm-hmm, Jesus mm-hmm, fuck. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Why? Yeah, it, Why? And, not to, and not to make it like a bigger thing. But this is also like what quiet quitting is about. Like this is literally <laughs> the definition of just like stay and keep working on this. And keep adding scope and keep adding stuff. And we're going to just continually like produce and produce and produce this until it's absolutely dead. It's also the Skyrim uh, model. So Cyberpunk model. The, that's true. I mean, every uh, video it's game. The video game. It's the video game model, 100%. And like, if we're okay with doing it for video games, then I guess we'd be okay with doing it for... for for movies and then just and you just re-release you just re-release your same film that did really bad in 2020 and 2022 and we all go watch it in theaters because again we're greedy little slot pigs exactly the second they're like yeah actually the cgi is pretty great this is how i know like it, they will get me this is how i watched jurassic world 3 whatever the fuck it's called I'm, i don't care i'm sorry <laughs> that. Like, Jurassic World 3 I watched that but I watched the extended version it was like 20 minutes longer okay but it had all of this you know all the stuff but it also had all the same like VFX shots and stuff like it was still a completed movie and they they had it all fixed and I thought well that movie is a lot better at least in my opinion than what it seemed like the reviews for Jurassic World 3 actually would make it me seem. But I realized this because I watched the extended version. If they just said, well, this is Jurassic World 3, that's it. Because you're not in theaters. You're not hampered by, like, okay, we need to try and get it under two and a half hours. But if instead they said, like, this is just the version that's online, it would make me go, like, why are people hating on this movie? This movie is pretty good. And not know like where something might have gone wrong. Uh-huh. If does that does that make sense? Like it's going to create this Mandela effect, I think. Because oh, yeah, if, if they're fixing VFX shots, why wouldn't they add in like the scenes that might make a story a little bit more cohesive? Or like, and, and then if you're doing that, why not add the C level plot that helps make more jokes ring true? That's true. Like, yeah, I mean, at that point, just release like you know. Jurassic Park the movie and then like you know the three additional episodes I mean shit Evangelion <laughs> has gotten away with adding like like eight like 17 more movies I mean the Sandman uh did either of y'all see the Sandman TV show uh, no I didn't no. 
Okay, that that's completely fine. I made it through one episode, then I bailed. I'm so sorry. I understand it's like a fantastic TV show. I understand that a lot of people didn't like it because it like made like a a black woman character. I that's not why I didn't watch it. It just seems slow and overly British for me. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. But they added like an extra episode at the end. Like is they're like ha ha. And it's like, okay, I mean, I guess, it, and, and that's kind of fine, um, but why not just release, like, all 11 episodes at the same time, other than, like, the effect shots weren't done? It's like they're trying to recreate the feeling of YouTube series and the feeling of, like, a YouTube artist releasing stuff, but on their own platform and for for an established, like, art form. Limited time only until the sandman from the sandman i'm not sure what his actual name is calls the audience and says please like and subscribe <laughs> like please click the thumbs up button if- in your netflix queue <laughs> to show that you enjoy this series that was like that stupid uh, it was like that stupid um that series that you would watch and you would like make choices and it was like interactive bandersnatch yeah bandersnatch the, number one, um, it, it wasn't stupid. It was groundbreaking. Okay, like, all right. groundbreaking. All right. I right, tell you, right, 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 right. Like, uh, you, he realized he was in a video game, and then he killed himself, oh, <laughs> and I, it was uh, all your fault. <laughs> oh my god, I never finished it. <laughs> hey, there's also options where he kills his family instead. Mm-hmm. So, okay, okay, you know. good. As long as there's a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> More dead Brits. <laughs> always, a, always a happy ending. <laughs> if platforms were smart, they would have simply made it so that all the studios had to compete for space on their platforms. Like you have to, you have to get like a certain number of views or a certain number of likes in order to like, in order to like make it to like Netflix Prime. At which, at which point, we actually pay you to a little bit of money for the views that you get. Uh, before that, you have to pay us in order to put your stuff on our platform. Literally, though, that would require the platforms and studios be two separate things, and then we're just, like, recreating TV <laughs> That's true. all over Well, they're again. not anymore, because now everyone has their... And now there's Paramount Plus. Is the latest one to come out, right? Uh, no, but it's fine. Okay, <laughs> I'm behind. I don't know. The Weird Al movie being on the Roku channel fucking broke me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to get the Roku channel, you assholes. <laughs> I uninstalled that when I bought the Roku TV, okay? <laughs> get anyone to live in uh, Roku City? <laughs> it's not just the studios that are the problem. Um, and... Th- and Chris, this is why I, I really, really wanted to have you on uh, to, or rather, you know, I couldn't envision a better person to have on for this story. Uh, and it is the discourse around the blonde movie that is coming out. It's starring our, our beloved angel, uh, Anna de Armas, but it is rated NC-17. Oh, no. It's coming out to Netflix. What are we to do? How are we supposed to consume it if it doesn't look like a quippy, banter-filled movie, Chris? What are we to do? Well, eventually, you're, you're going to get the the Joss Whedon version of Blonde, so don't don't fret on that. <laughs> the- Where everyone seems like overly sterile, but he's actually sexually harassing all of the cast and crew right. behind the camera? Yeah, yeah. 
the guy and and cyborgs there and he's just having a bad time and <laughs> hey hey the groping happens behind the camera not in front of it that's how i like my movies says the audience everywhere uh god um yeah, p- people are mad that Blonde is, uh, let, let's see here. There is it sounds a fan interesting. Reaction. Yeah, uh, the review says, the most disrespectful and offensive movie I've ever seen. This director has just started a war. If you love watching porn, this is for you. She's basically a sex toy and constantly manipulated by various men. She's topless in nearly all of the scenes in the second half of the film. Um, it's painfully higher than normal like the director wants to see her topless deliberately i do too what <laughs> oh no no please no oh god oh, no this movie gross Ugh. oh oh wow. what in what looking, movie was this is blonde looking at boobs are gay <laughs> i, I want to be hey if if other men want to look at them and you want to look at them that means that means gay but, Getting mad at a Marilyn Monroe movie because it sexualizes Marilyn Monroe and is then giving a commentary, undoubtedly, on that sexualization, but then getting mad that she is being sexualized in the movie really makes it feel like this person does not understand like how cinema works unless it's spoon-fed to them. Like I, Again, like an NC-17 rating... Or like, yeah, or like how, like how examining that, like through the lens of that sexuality, like what that means for the people that were around her. Because Marilyn Monroe is only a point of interest because of all the powerful people that she like interacted with. Yeah. And and not to mention the fact that like it's a, it's a persona, you know, that, that a real woman put on because it was more palatable. Like, like I, I'm fascinated by the idea of this movie, and I think uh, Mr. Armis is going to be able to pull it off wonderfully. I also think she looks completely the part, so I'm, I'm very excited for it to actually come out. But to get mad at a film because, oh, no, there's, like, sex stuff in it. like th- It feels like we're trying to bring back 1950s movies, where it's like, why, why can't they also show them sleeping in separate beds? And going to church on Sundays like they're supposed to. It's just realistic. I like my Marilyn Monroe movies to have the same like sensibilities as Leave It to Beaver. That's what I want. I like my Marilyn Monroe movies have the same sensibilities as me and my wife have. Because we also sleep in separate bedrooms. What? That's not <laughs> <We're>, normal? <laughs> it's not a sign of a broken marriage? What? What, what? what are you talking about? No. It really is interesting that we seem to be trying to bring back the Hayes code and it's seems to coincide with the rise of the Marvel movies and the Marvelization and the content, like everything's going to be content now. And you're not watching stuff to be like, like to, like to critique it and, and even maybe grow as a human being. It's like, no, this is just like something in between like looking at your phone and you're like, Whoa, that's pretty cool. Anyway, let me text, uh, Barbara about the roast. I oh, don't know. I hadn't even thought of that. If someone is on their phone and then like looks up and doesn't know the context for like a sexual assault scene taking place and then be like, I can't believe they would show this. Why would they do this in this movie? Don't they understand how triggering it is in an NC-17 movie? Yeah, I have a feeling they probably knew what they when uh, Again, because for anyone missing out, Netflix wanted this film to be R like 
they they wanted it to be R because they were hoping to try and do awards buzz for it. And the director said, no, it's staying in C-17, which is like, oh, so like you're drawing your line in the sand to try and tell a particular story that can only be told a certain way with a certain rating. Okay. Like it all seems purposeful. It isn't shock value. Uh, do, 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 do remember the, the cuties controversy? It was, it's very similar to that. Oh where, my where God. No one watched the film, but everyone had an opinion on it uh, about everyone pretended to care about what was it like a girl's tumbling team or something. Yeah. It's like the, like the whole movie was critiquing the very sexualization of girls that age and like living in that kind of world. Like that's what they face today. And everyone's like, no, actually, like, it's like actually doing that thing. It's like, clearly you have no media literacy anymore to understand the message that like, sometimes a movie can show bad stuff on screen to explain like why that stuff is bad. (laughs) So, so, so I think, I think the, the, the thing that you're assuming is they have no media literacy that, the counterpoint that I'm going to bring up is literally all of the war porn that is produced and consumed every year by, by a quote unquote American patriots who really, who really believe that we have to see the nitty gritty of war in order to understand it. Hey, now I also watched all of the terminal list starring Chris Pratt on Amazon prime. (laughs) And boy, let me tell you the airport dad novel is back. Like it is like war porn, the TV series, It's like, you won't believe all these elites that are in control of our media. It's bad. I tell you, I just love Jesus and guns inexplicably and no, no gray area of anything. Like there's no like complex individuals in it. It's the same people arguing about Game of Thrones yeah. in my mind. Is is like what 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 was that? What was that? Huh? I'm not arguing about Game of Thrones. Oh no no no! It's fine. It's fine. I, like history will vindicate you. I'm I'm sure. Rings of is also look a fine the, a fine film. Like, look, not... look at the people agreeing with you <laughs> about Game of Thrones being excessive, <laughs> and then tell me you were in the right, please. Oh, <laughs> it's you and like streamers who binge watch binge watch six seasons while also on their phone, being like, "Yeah, it didn't seem like it actually had like that many arcs to it," uh, and I didn't really mind the fact that it was so rushed at the I end. Only like, started uh-huh, halfway okay. through, you know, in order to to because I already, you know, you, you already get all the good stuff. Like there's there's only like three big things that happen like in seasons one through four right that that's right that's exactly right only three major plot points <laughs> like to occur like someone gets pushed out of a window there's a wedding and like the the little kid dies uh, you know <laughs> that also sounds like you're describing like a mid-aughts matthew mcconaughey film. <laughs> like, <laughs> the story of a little boy who fell out of a window and wasn't able to attend his stepmom's wedding and then his death brought the whole family together coming soon on christmas it's it's just weird to me about how uh kind of keying in a little bit with what you were talking about chris um people assume that a main character is automatically a protagonist like and therefore a good guy whereas like th- th- you know someone can be the main focus of a film can be the protagonist but they can be a a bad person or they can be a complicated person similarly like the people that are around them can also be multifaceted like they might not always be good people but they could be like their friends and that's like where the complexities and all of that kind of murkiness lies and i i have a feeling people just kind of wanted 
bizarrely, they wanted like a movie that's the hard-hitting real story of Marilyn Monroe or an artistic interpretation of Marilyn Monroe's psyche to be just that image of Marilyn Monroe standing over the uh, the crate uh, with all the, the steam rising up. Like they wanted that playful 1950s, 1960s vibe and not like the realness that happened or the vibe of that. Did you read the uh, the story? Like it was like a couple of weeks ago on Twitter that came out that like Marilyn Monroe is actually really crusty when she was married to Arthur Miller. Like oh yeah, no fam- famous famous like Dirk Queen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She she was um, just. Uh, I mean, so, some people might say like the original E girl as a vibe, uh, just you know living in squalor <laughs> and filth, uh, even if it was self imposed, but still yes. being like. You know. if, if I don't watch Blonde and come out thinking she just like me for real, then they did not film uh, the real Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I'm going to watch Zach just putting on a little mole. <laughs> <laughs> platinum Blonde Zach. Look, there's there's no, enough no. here to get lots of Platinum Blonde. Okay, all right. We're going exactly. to have fucking teased out all the way in. They're going to be like, wow. De- Def Leppard to be like no Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Very confused. The, they like oh, I appreciate the discussion you will bring about in your workplace. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. It, it, it's also it's also like it's also kind of I don't know if y'all have seen this, but like Breaking Bad is like is like people are like re- a lot of people are rewatching breaking bad right now i, I mean it's because better call saul is just ending so people are then That's true okay being like oh okay breaking bad yeah like or now that it's all over let me start it mm-hmm. like it's the same reason people are rewatching game of thrones is for house of the dragon okay. but again it, it's people who i don't gen I, I i feel bad saying this i don't think they have the the taste of knowing how to handle complex media and in, in like is, is a complex real media fashion. that like challenges their assumptions is what it has to be, right? Because uh, well, I'm not even saying like it's complicated because I I don't want to make it seem like oh no like this is real cinema and like this is real <laughs> art. No, it's just not baby food that's spoon fed to you in a way that you can be like half asleep and not miss anything. It like people grew up on NCIS procedurals and then Marvel movies. And then they're thinking like, I am ready. And I understand like the whole concept of a conflicted antihero. Cause it's a good guy. Who's kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you just watched house on Fox <laughs> and then like thought you got it. You dumb comparing fuck. house to like seven psychopaths. <laughs> Yeah, it's really someone who's like, yeah, I saw Daredevil, the 2004 film. I think I'm ready for uh, Colin Farrell in Bruges next. Yeah, that's the that's the vibe I want to go for. What's this style? (laughs) Uh, Okay, sure, why not? Give it a give it a whirl. <laughs> oh, this truly is a Captain America New World Order. Uh, famous line from the film, I think, that, that takes place. Oh. They say the name of the film in the film. Yeah, yeah. We all know how that works. <laughs> so why didn't they say Little Women in the film Little Women? I, I'm I'm sure they did. They do. Th- what, wasn't that like what the dad called his girls? Be like, yeah. you are my little women. <clears throat> 
<laughs> Bob Odenkirk as the dad in Little Women. <laughs> yeah, Lawless. no, that's no, that's that's a true that's a true fact. What? Yeah, Bob Odenkirk's the dad in Little Woman, and he says, "Well, you, well, if it isn't my Little Woman, or something like that, this is that you, you guys guessed it completely right." <laughs> My God! Okay, see, I I didn't see the the newest version uh, of Little Women, the 2019 one. But wow, wow, <laughs> Hilton, you were just writing the vibe of Hollywood. <laughs> just, I'm just plugged in, just out the here. The Matrix. Yeah, I, I'm on the cutting edge of Hollywood, aka Hollywood three years ago. <laughs> yeah, bump that shit in my veins. It's just, it's, it's. Uh, we need better. We need better media. Uh, do we? Do yeah, we? Is, like, is that, like is, the Psychic Dolphin Garage, your favorite podcast. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, yeah, uh, everyone, please ask us uh, questions. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, j- we got an interesting question. Uh, it's one I think we already all know the answer to. But they ask, how long until Charles joins his mother in colonizing hell? His soul's already there. His body is just in the time. <laughs> Yeah, little Prince Sausage Fingers will be uh, arriving soon enough. Like little weenies is how I envision each of those fingers getting chomped off by a demon. So, I hope he starts uh, ballooning more like that girl in Willy Wonka. And like, <laughs> nobody, like, and like nobody can comment on it. Like like when he walks in, he's just as big as a house. So like, oh, yeah, yes, of course. Uh, uh, your throne, sir. What a strapping lad, they say, as he's floating to the top of the ceiling, (laughs) trying to hide all the sharp objects for fear. (laughs) He'll pop and start spitting all around Buckingham Palace. (laughs) Prince Charles, also known as the human weather balloon, (laughs) was released to float off into space. Uh, you know, he needs to go fast enough so that Prince William doesn't get any uglier because 40s are not no, looking that, great on my him. Man, my, man, my man is aging like milk. <laughs> Remember, there was, there was a time when Prince William was considered the hot one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we see how that's going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if you are also a 55-year-old woman and, you know, you're pursuing the this this, this pinnacle of, like, uh, a a dad in his prime. That's what Prince William is like. I want to see. I want to see his royal highness uh, in Crocs and grilling on a on a fucking. What day did they play cricket in England? Is that like Thursdays? I, I don't know. I don't they... know. I'm an American. Uh, why would I know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out on the next season of Ted Lasso or whatever the fuck <laughs> ends up coming out. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that does it for the episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now, Chris, uh, tell people where to find you. Tell people what you want them to uh, uh, stock you on, like I do all the time. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at DropChrisMurphy. And um, you can see, and then uh, just uh, I write for Collider, as uh, Kelton said earlier. So you can find some some of my articles there. That's about it. Well, fantastic. Uh, as for the podcast itself, uh, just tell your friends about us. Uh, as uh, I'm sure everyone already knows, we have a Patreon. Uh, rate us on iTunes and Spotify. All that lovely, fun stuff. Uh, until next time, goodbye. Good